You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, everyone. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats show. The weather's warm here in Virginia. I'm in a good mood today. I'm not going to lie. So it's been a good couple of days. So um, we got a really good episode for you guys today. So returning, right, from episode 43 is Ms. Jalen Brown. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me again. This is going to be fun. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No doubt. So if you didn't listen to episode 43 originally, uh, I think we dropped that summer, this past summer. Past summer. Past summer, right? So um, yeah, a great episode uh, talking about JB Agency and your, your come up story and then everything that you do, right? So it was a real dope episode. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go back. Um, but the other day, um, or I guess it's been a couple of weeks, I guess, or a month or so now, so that you had a book and I was like, oh, you have her back. <laughs> <laughs> go get your rice <laughs> <laughs> gotta go get your rice but i was like yo you got a book so we gotta get you back um so appreciate appreciate you for for returning yeah it has been an interesting couple of months uh a lot of people actually the majority of people had no idea that i was writing a book and so i just released it it hasn't even been a month yet uh this past valentine's day but it has been quite the journey a very fun uh, a very new journey for me but a journey nonetheless for sure so definitely excited to talk about that because um i know for myself i'm i definitely want to write one in the future i guess my thing is like i never know or don't know what i want to talk about right so okay um one thing i heard is like oh always keep the end in mind so i kind of been thinking like what do i want to write about but i will one day eventually yes yes so definitely excited um so quickly before we officially start for anyone watching us on youtube make sure you are subscribed to our youtube channel you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed and have those notifications on for when we drop new content. New content comes out every week. We either have a new episode or um, we're doing current event episodes. So make sure that you're following us on YouTube. That's Everybody Eats Show. Um, and for social media, Instagram, everybodyeats.pod on Instagram, pod on Twitter. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere you listen find stream podcasts we're on their apple podcast spotify all that jazz so gotta gotta make sure make sure you subscribe like share share like share comment all that stuff so on that note um let's start so uh could you briefly introduce yourself for anyone who hasn't listened to our episode uh the previous episode so briefly introduction who you are what do you do um and then we'll get conversation started Yes, of course. So my name is Jalen Brown. I am the CEO and founder of the JB Agency. At the JB Agency, we specialize in PR, events, marketing, and community development. So if you've seen me before or worked with me before or gotten an email from me before, it has probably been um, because of one of those 
things that I specialize in or, you know, a client that, you know, we may have worked with together. And I'm originally from Haverty Grace, Maryland. However, I have called Hampton Roads home now for a decade. So I guess I'm an honorary Virginian for sure. I do have a Virginia ID. <laughs> so that is um, a little bit about me, where I'm from. And of course, now I am a published author, which is a fun thing to say. For sure, for sure. So, um this book, right? So let's let's get into it, right? Um, what's what's the title? When did it come out? What is it about? Yeah, so the book is She Loves You Not, and it is available on Amazon. The ebook is available on Kindle. Um, so you can definitely get it on one of those major platforms. It's contemporary romance fiction. So I kind of got to explore my creative side a little bit that a lot of people maybe don't get to normally see. And it's just about a, a young adult woman. She's in her early 30s and she's very career oriented, very driven. She's engaged. And so the only thing left to be desired is walking down the aisle, right? And on her way down the aisle, like leading up to the wedding, her fiance just tisk tisk. He keeps getting getting into things, having uh, to make her kind of rethink and reevaluate. Like, wow, is my relationship what I think it is? You know, and old things and and major flings start popping up back into her life. So she's kind of got to make some serious decisions about, okay, you know, what is going to be best for my new reality here. And so it is a lot of fun to write and having um, people read and review it now has also been very fun. I was super nervous at first because I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, like what if it sucks? What if people don't like it? But honestly, the reviews have been really, really good. And so that makes me pretty, pretty happy. Ah, that's real dope, that's real dope. So what was, um, I guess a thought process like, like even starting wanting to make the book right or write it down what, what was that beginning to middle process and, and what pushed you because i feel like you know if you want to write a book like benzie said um it's not a one-off thought it's not like something you wake up and decide hey i'm gonna go write a book um so what pushed you to kind of uh open yourself up to that criticism and that new audience and and, and all that good stuff yeah, so I think one thing to note is that I started years ago, about seven years ago, actually, and I took a super long hiatus because I was just so focused on building my brand and my company and my clients, and I kept pushing it to the side, like, you know what, I'll get to it. It's a fun, creative, passion project of mine, but I was always putting other things and other people as my priority instead of, you know, finishing this for myself. And so late October, I hired a book coach, someone to hold me accountable and keep me accountable. And from October to um, late December, I was writing 6,000 words a night, like just pushing it out. And that's really what allowed me to finish having somebody that didn't know me at all, hold me accountable, give me homework every night to make sure that this is something that you know, I could do. And 
that, that really was pretty much it for me. I mean, I knew that I always wanted to be an author at some point. I didn't know exactly when that would happen for me. Um, but now that it's actually in print and I can hold it, it's kind of surreal. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's real dope. So um, when you said accountability, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, I always say this on the show, is like how we started the podcast. I bought it, man, with Perez. Um, I told him like, yo, I want to start the podcast. And he was like, yo, you have to put your first episode next week. Right. And it was like holding me accountable. Right. So I always, when I, when I heard that, that's the first thing I, uh, I went back to because it was a real similar, someone puts a challenge on you. And then all of a sudden now you, that fire or that, yeah, now, now it becomes real. So now you for real do it. Um, I, I think people, something people do a lot is, um, um, and I'm sure I, I catch myself doing this a lot, but you say something, you say something, and you say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Um, and then people just kind of forget about it. And then I feel like a lot of people forget that you said it, you can't take it back. And chances are, you know, depending on how good a friend that person is. I know in my case, like uh, a lot of people will say certain things and I'll notice they've never done it. So to me, it's kind of like, all right, you said it. Um, it's not something you can take back now, if that makes sense, you know, and so that's I, like I can unhear scary. it. <laughs> you know, like I'm the type of person where I really don't like to make an announcement about something until it's complete, until okay. it's finished, just because, you know, you want to avoid that kind of embarrassment or disappointment that you may have, you know, put on somebody else by saying out loud, hey, I'm going to do this and then it doesn't get done. And of course, you know, life happens, you know, emergencies happen that sometimes delay the process, but I was not even uh, finished writing before my book coach had me announce to the world like, oh, hey, pre-sale is ready. Go ahead and order your book. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? She was like, yeah, it'll be fine. You can do it. And I was like, but I'm not finished. Drop so, the trailer before the movie's done. Let's go. Right, right, right. Yeah, that is exactly what happened. So I totally get it. I totally get how people, you know, sometimes want to keep their, what do they say? You know, actually, I think Lil Wayne says it. I'm going to quote him real quick. Uh, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so I get it, you know, wanting to kind of keep things to yourself until you can actually say, here, I did it. But making that announcement held me accountable, like, never before because I felt like okay wow all of these people know about it now I have no choice but to get it done yeah for sure and that's crazy because I was listening to some podcasts this week and they're talking about accountability groups and I feel like I've heard I've heard of them before but for some reason I don't know it kind of just like clicked in my head this time like that's a really dope idea having an accountability group people just Again, I, in the same scenario, you have an idea, hey, I want to do this, and just people to remind you, hey, how's it going? How's it coming along? Yeah, th you know? those are people who aren't afraid to check you and are listening. You know, they definitely are listening. Everything you say, like, it's not like you're just talking to talk. You know, they're, they're there, like, they, they made note of that, and they want you to do better. So I, that's actually yeah, a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, maybe uh, develop that some of it. I don't know, but I, I do like that. I do like that idea because again i i that's that's what's helped this podcast so it has a personal that type of accountability relationship but has like a personal attachment to myself so we'll see we'll see how that sprouts out but um that's that's real awesome um make, making that so 
uh how was it i guess like at the at the finish line right like you said that you just put out you put out the fact that you have the book you put out the preset orders before you actually finish writing so what was it like leading up to the end and then right after like in terms of marketing it and doing all that because i feel like that to me that's like the nervous part of it because again right if i were to write a book the first thing is like yo what if it's trash like i don't want to be like hey buy my book and people like yo i want to read this like it would hurt so how like being open to that type of criticism and and that um how i'm sure that was a little nerve-wracking right yeah so the end was definitely to me more stressful than anything a lot of people say oh well the hard part is writing that wasn't hard for me it was the publishing process, picking out everything down to the color of the ink and the color of the pages and um, the size that it should be and deciding, okay, you know, how am I going to market it on this day? How am I going to get it distributed this day? Like there were so many things that were new to me that I had to learn immediately in order to make the launch of it a success. So Definitely, it, it was incredibly stressful, but it was like, I had no choice, you know, I had to get it done. And when you're in those sort of positions, it's just like, you don't complain, you don't cry to anybody, you just kind of boss up and do what you have to do to make sure that, you know, you're getting something accomplished, especially because it's a representative of you, it's a reflection of you. And you want people to always, you know, maybe identify with something that's professional, something that, you know, is going to be on time, something that, you know, always breeds positivity. So, it was extremely nerve wracking. And um, I, I will say though, it all went very fast. Like I never had a moment where I could just sit back and say, okay, like I'm done. Like I haven't had that moment yet because it's just been, you know, one thing after another, um, sort of like on a virtual book tour and doing, you know, speaking engagements and book club talks. And so I really haven't had that moment yet, but um, I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> Soon come, soon come. So, <laughs> just like you know, we talk about in designing. We mentioned this before. The hardest part isn't the designing; it's the uh, the steps afterwards that you're not used to doing as much. I feel you know, or or stuff you don't know as much. Like I said, the publishing, the uh, the the color of the ink, the size. I'm pretty sure that you know you have to pick the book cover, so you have to make that look appealing, or you know, however that works. So it's it's always those parts that you don't think about the most right for sure but hey now it's done so uh hope that continues to, to bless you and one of the best things about a book um is that no matter long you live that book can always make you money it's immortalized it's, yeah you know it's immortalized so no matter it's not like you know like from 50 years from now if people still want to buy the book you're still making bread off that book and um you still have that in circulation so um that's, that's real awesome. So, uh, I'm sure it's a little too early to ask, but. Uh, I've been asked it all. <laughs> oh, is there uh, uh, possibly another another book coming? Part two? Yes. Yes, there is. Okay. 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 Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. <laughs> yeah, I have had quite a few, quite a few people kind of like 
like on me, like, okay, I mean, I'm ready. And I'm like, you know, it hasn't been a month. You just happen <laughs> to read it early. Like, so, I mean, yes, I'm working on it. Um, definitely by next February, it will be out, but I really want to make sure I give, you know, all of my energy to this first one, you know, before I turn my focus into the next, um, just because it was, it was a really hard working sort of thing for me to do um, while running a business and being in a pandemic and all of these other things that, you know, we go through daily. So yes, a second one is coming, but not, not tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) When you publish it on Amazon, I heard there's like, uh, I think like self-publishing where you create like your own um ISPN ISPN number so you get like all the royalties and stuff like that is that like what you ended up you have to do that too yes okay yeah I heard that process is a little like I don't know is that like easy or confusing I don't remember what I heard but uh it can't be easy if you have somebody you know guiding you through that knows about it I can I can see how it would be confusing if somebody was doing it on their own um but I, I mean I learned a lot about Amazon too like with Amazon, they only pay you once every 60 days. Boy. So, yeah. Even, wait, so even if you have, if you're self-published or like, they still, yep. oh, oh. Yeah. So they take, um, gosh, did they take 40%? They take a pretty large percentage and they only pay you once every 60 days. Wow. So it's it's very beneficial, which I also have as my own website to sell through. Yeah, but of course, you know, people are looking to get it right away. You know, Prime is unmatched, but if you are, you know, willing to USPS or whatever, people can always buy through my website. I was going to say, so if you do it through your website, is that you physically like shipping it out or do you have a warehouse there? Nope, that's me physically. So I try to like keep a certain amount in stock um, from the printing place that I use. And uh, when people order it, I'm able to see who it is. I'm able to, you know, personalize it, sign it, that sort of thing. Whereas with Amazon, I don't even see who the order is from. It just says, you know, like an order number. All right, I'm ready. Okay. But yeah, all right. So segment two with that quote of the day. When you're ready. All right. Um segment two starting in three, two, two one. <laughs> um so the quote of the day, everybody. Uh figuring out what are you looking? No. You cheater. All right. So um Figuring out what you want to be is the easy part. Figuring out who you are is the hard part. All right. So, um, hints, I really think he was cheating. But um, this person was, they're 42 years old. Um, They're a famous podcaster. Um, Podcaster, radio talk show host, uh, internet, or podcaster no close though there we go is it a man or a woman man 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 no rogan no no um 
Okay, say it one more time. <laughs> okay, so um, figuring out what you want to be is the easy part. Figuring out who you are is the hardest part. Gosh, I know that I've heard that before. Uh, podcaster is 42 years old. He has two podcast shows. Um, yeah. Yeah, really? I, I couldn't. <laughs> hey, I heard him say it. I don't know if he was quoting someone else. Um, I was kind of zoning in and out on that episode, but uh, I remember him saying that, and it kind of stuck out to me. Okay, Charlemagne. <laughs> it wasn't on Breakfast Club. It was he has another one with Andrew Schultz, uh, brilliant idiots. Brilliant idiots. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, but it wasn't Andrew Schultz on that episode. It was uh, Mouse Jones filling in for him. So. Shout out to Mouse uh, Jones. Uh, yep. Uh, All star. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, but nah, that's deep. That's deep. Um, it's like, the, I don't know. The, I, I think of like the, the kid analogy or just thinking as a kid, oh, when I grow up, I want to be this, right? Like, I remember I, was, I went through a bunch of phases. I was like, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a firefighter. There was one point I wanted to be a pizza delivery dude. Like, I thought that was the coolest. You saw a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, Spider -Man. yeah. Like, I want to deliver pizza. Like, that's that's what I want to be. So, but obviously, you went through, like, a bunch of things I, that I wanted to be. Um, and then I I guess I really experienced it in college, where initially, when I went to first went to college, I wanted to be an engineer. And then I quickly realized I don't, didn't like math or science. Right? And then... And went went to, to economics, which I didn't really end up liking either much. But you know, it wasn't until it was, it was kind of through all that that I you had to actually learn yourself, right? And it goes it's kind of like self-awareness. There was what I wanted to be, and then there's what's realistic, like, okay, that's not what your skill set is, that's not who you really are meant to be, or that's not what you know you're gifted at. So it's right. kind of go or pursue what you're talented at, gifted at, what suits you better sometimes rather than what you want to be, because that may not necessarily be your goal. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. No, I'm not gonna cut you off. You can. Oh no, no. I was saying the same thing. I mean, I originally thought that I wanted to get into broadcasting. You know, doing a lot of the in front of the camera sort of situations, and then I realized how much I enjoyed the player personnel side of things and the behind the scenes. So, uh, I think that just sticking with your gut, but also knowing that you can always change your mind. You can always change your path. It's never too late to start, you know, something new is something to keep in mind. Cause I think a lot of times people, young people have this idea that they have to choose, you know, right away. And they've got to stick with that one thing. And that is the furthest from the truth. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, I, I think it, um, just goes to show every day or even the more we even do this podcast, you see a lot of people who say, oh, I went into this field, but then I decided um, it's not what I want to do or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you see, I think uh, a lot of growing up, you see all these movies and, and all these like, you know, cliche type things where um, a person's trying to figure out who they are. But, you know, there's a lot of truth to that um, in the sense that, you know, I mean, we graduated uh, college, um, hopefully kind of figured out what we wanted to do. But again, um, figuring out who you are kind of, it really sets the tone as to how everything else in your life is going to play out. If you, if you're going to stay in your field or make the best out of it, if you're going to um, 
take up a new passion project or, you know, whatever it be. I think uh, knowing who you are always, always drives that and, and will determine a lot of uh, whether you're happy or not. It's kind of like turning off the, uh, the, the autopilot in whatever simulation or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's like kind of just, it's uh, self-awareness. There you go. That's the word self-awareness. So. I was gonna say Gary V talks a lot about self-awareness. And at first it kind of seems at first I didn't really get like like it took me a while for me to it means like, a lot understand. more than than the word itself. I think there's so many I don't want to cut you off again, but there's yeah. so many facets to self-awareness that yeah. I feel like um uh everybody always references in different ways and in different times. So yeah, sorry. No, nah, no, nah, for sure. Like I don't know, sometimes you I feel like you, a lot of people have gifts that they don't even know that they have, right? And I think I think that's the hardest part is is kind of finding that. I feel like there's some there's some talents maybe you know you have, they're like, all right, there's not much I can do with it, right? But there's I feel like there's a lot of times, you know, those talents that we have that someone else can spot for us, but it's hard for us to know ourselves or take advantage of ourselves. And then when we do, and once we know, oh, I'm good at this, I'm great at that. And knowing how to use it for good, right? Great power comes with great responsibility, whether that's a business brand, helping other people, job, whatever you know you want to do. Once you can take advantage of what your good skill set is, then you know you become unstoppable. Yeah. You know, because you know you, you're self-aware and you know who you are, and you can put yourself in positions to succeed because you can spot opportunities. So. All that good stuff. If you could wrap it up, if you could say that quote one more time. And then we'll go into our final segment. So the quote on last time is figuring out what you want to be is the easy part. Figuring out who you are is the hard part by Charlemagne. All right. So let's take a quick minute and then we'll go into our final segment. Charlemagne, Charlemagne. He's yeah, I, I don't know if he was referencing. Um, I feel like he was uh, quoting somebody else in the conversation. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't like following too, too hard, but I, when he said it, kind of really stuck out to me. Forgot what the. No, I mean, it's. Probably. Hey, who knows? Hey, Charlamagne, to me, Charlamagne just be saying shit sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say shit. That's what I'm saying. He is. Sometimes it's like that, but I guess sometimes he just could, you know what I'm saying? They say a broken clock is right twice a day. So you never know. You never know. All the clocks at QC. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so for this last segment, um, since it is Women's like History Month and all that jazz, so um, I was gonna ask, um, what you gonna call it? If you have a role model or someone that you look up to, um, and why? And um, if you want to talk about an update in your industry for sports and how COVID has impacted that since that since the summer, if you have any updates on like JP and you can cover that as well. Yes, love it. All good. Yep. All right. Segment three. Everybody eat show starting in three, two. Wait, you ready? I don't want to start if you're not. Oh me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Segment three. Everybody eat show starting in three, two, one. All right. So for our final segment, um, more of a conversational piece. So uh, last time we spoke, it was in the summer. Um, so I know it's been a while since then um, in terms of JV agency, in terms of NFL season just uh, wrapping up. 
Uh, I know you're involved with the players. NBA season's going on right now. So what's what, what's new with, with the agency? What's new with the uh, with the industry and in the in the sports industry for you? So you know what's really great about right now, especially in Virginia, having a doctor as a governor is that the vaccine rollout here is pretty on point. So it looks like we are definitely going to be in position to host some of our annual, you know, football camps and clinics that would normally occur in June, July, and early August. Now, right now, we are preparing um, for the NFL draft, which is 49 days away now, which is very, very exciting. Um, but of course, this year, it's not going to be as fan friendly. So just keeping an eye out for that. Um, basketball is kind of having a back-to-back -back season situation right now. So that's also really fun. But um, as far as some of the guys that I get to work with coming up, I can't name them just yet. Um, but I, everything's going to be really, really fun, especially um, with the NBA players. They have, I know, right? <laughs> they have um, some like really cool things that they're doing, clothing lines and tournaments of their own. And so I'm just really, really excited to get back to doing things in person and with groups of people because virtual has been beneficial for a lot of industries, but for mine, it's like, um, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm so over it. Gotta and go. So, yeah, it's just, oh my gosh, you know, it's it's okay to be stuck in the house when you want to be stuck in the house, but not when you're forced to stay in the house, right? So I'm excited for what 2021 is going to bring. We're only in Q1 right now. So staying optimistic over here. Let's go, let's go. Were you... Uh... All-Star Weekend for, I think you said that was the one event oh you had. Oh my gosh. Atlanta, I was not going to Atlanta. <laughs> no, I did not even agree with the NBA's decision to hold All-Star Weekend in Atlanta. I'm like, you know, if they wanted to keep everybody isolated, there are so many other cities that, you know, have been following the rules a little bit better than the city of Atlanta. So I'm hoping that everybody that was there made it back safe, but I saw way too much footage of things that looked very germy. So I just, no, I did not make my way there. Gosh, you got you got to stay safe. You got to stay home. It looked it looked yes. like it was pretty fun, but yeah. I, uh, uh, fully, what fully I remember seeing was the um just the the everybody bunched up when when uh Quavo was beating <laughs> a little baby in two games. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, that yeah, that was bad. Game. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. But hey, no, um, I thought I wasn't really surprised because. Like the Super Bowl still happened, right? In in Tampa Bay, that was packed out. That stadium looked packed out oh, for the yeah. part. Um, and my mom, my mom saw that she was like, "They're really playing this year." They're like, "During the middle of the pandemic," and I was like, "Hey, like that is one thing that is not going to stop." So, no, all about the money. Yeah, boys, of course. So, um, I wasn't, I wasn't really too surprised for the the NBA for doing it because I was like, "Hey, if the NFL did it, like, I'm, and it's only like a month after, right? Probably like almost exactly yeah. a month after, anyway." So. I wasn't, um, I wasn't too shocked, but hey. Now I am excited for baseball. I will say that um, okay. baseball is my favorite sport, even though I work predominantly with 
football and basketball players. But to be able to get back outside at the baseball fields, I cannot wait for that. Season that's what April, right? So actually, spring training already started, but yeah, opening day is is coming soon. Got it, got it. Okay, all right. So I'm sure things will start picking up even more um, once that once that happens. That once that happens, um, and then you said um, for Hampton Youth uh, Hampton Roads Youth Foundation that what depending on the how the vaccines get rolled out, that will happen in the summer. Yeah, so we've already started planning for both virtual and hybrid situations, Um, but I'm thinking that for certain events, maybe like our leadership symposium, we might be able to keep that virtual, but for camp, I'm crossing my fingers and Mm -hmm. making sure that, you know, because it is possible to Uh, for an outdoor event to take all of the precautions necessary and with the governor lifting some of the executive orders and mandates as far as capacity for outdoor events, I think we'll be able to have a good handle on it. Got it, got it. Hope that goes well. Definitely, definitely excited. Yeah. Yes. Um, All right. So then on this final note, um, in honor of Women's History Month, I want to ask, do you have any role model or role mod, female role models, model or models, <laughs> <laughs> one or multiple, right? Do you have any models or people that you look up to, inspire you, and why? I do. And, you know, mine change on the daily as far as who I'm vibing with and my inspiration. But I would say right now, my favorite female, like, boss woman that I just love watching her work and the way she handles everything is the new White House press secretary, Jen Psaki. She is just incredible when it comes to handling the reporters in the most nice, nasty, like factual way. Um, And it's something that, you know, we haven't had done professionally in a while so it's very refreshing about four years <clears throat> yeah give or take <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know there's no bickering back and forth there's no you know twitter arguments going on she's professional she's factual and she's like this is what and she's actually a william and mary alum so um she's just super super amazing and that is who i look to these past couple of weeks that's who i've been looking up to especially with the book rollout and everything going on that's that's dope that's dope yeah that's so awesome yeah she's she's great um yeah so is there any last points no i'm trying to pick a brain about a song she could give us uh <laughs> she's either been listening to maybe it could be book related or just uh you know something that 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 speaks to what's going on right now with you you. know what when it comes to songs i'm always late to the party like i have not listened to drake's new song um i think it's a freestyle lemon pepper freestyle or something like that yeah okay (laughs) i haven't listened to it but i will but i would say gosh hmm Levitating uh, by Dua Lipa featuring DaBaby is like a very uplifting, it's pop, but it's very like 
uplifting. I listen to it first thing in the morning just to get me kind of going. Got it. Add it to the playlist. All right, one more. Thank you. Much appreciated. Um, yes. All right. So on that note, that that wraps up today's episode. So thank you uh, again for joining us today. And for people who want to buy the book, if they're interested, where can they find that? Where can they purchase? What's that information? Yes. So they can go to amazon.com and type in She Loves You Not. This is actually the um, only book with this title. So it pops right up. Okay. And, uh, or if you're like an ebook person, you can definitely go to Kindle. It's there. You can visit my Instagram at the real JB, hit the link in my bio. That's ordering directly from me. Um, yeah. And I've been exploring doing audible. A couple people have asked me about doing audible, which is interesting. I'm like, gosh, could I listen to my voice for this long reading this book? But Hey, I'm gonna give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 praying you know you get a a sequel, another one after that, and then a, a movie adaptation like to all the boys yes. I ever loved. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was great. Yeah. For sure, definitely, definitely. I'll put in the air. That's right. That's right. We're manifesting over here. <laughs> That's the word. Um, but again, so on that note, uh, make sure you check out her book. Uh, make sure you support our lovely Jalen Brown. Make sure you support in um, us, right? Make sure you're following us on all social media, Instagram, everybodyeats.pod on Twitter, EBEpod on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel so you are up to date with all our episodes, current events, regular episodes, all that good stuff that we have on there. So make sure you're there. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere you listen, stream, bump podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff, right? So until next time, make sure you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, and share with your friends. Don't be selfish. Everybody eats. See you guys.